everyone. Welcome to Do You Even Lift, Bro? A podcast about home gyms, DIY, lifting, and life. This podcast is a production of Garage Gym Experiment. For those who prefer visuals, this podcast is also available on YouTube on the Garage Gym Radio channel. I'm Kyle, and with me as always is Mr. Matt Pinnegraff. Hello, there he is. All right, so in this episode, Matt and I are going to be talking about injuries, deloading, recovery times, and just general gym safety. Mm-hmm. Matt, I know you have a lot of feelings about this stuff. Have you ever had a workout-related injury? Workout-related? Yes. Uh, when I... Um, so like pulling something, like maybe doing like a heavy deadlift, uh, tearing something, anything like that, absolutely not, thankfully. But one time I decided to do sissy squats, right? With mm-hmm. a 45 pound dumbbell. Yeah. And this wasn't in this gym, this was like years ago in my parents' gym, and it was a rigged up sissy squat setup and involved chains and everything. So getting into position was kind of like finicky, you know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. so I was like more or less focused on that and not as much focused on holding the dumbbell like I should have been. So by the time I got in position, I kind of kicked the dumbbell up like I needed to. I missed my hands. I didn't grip it like I needed to. Oh. Freaking came down, landed on my big toe. Boom. Oh, no. Oh, hurt like a mofo, dude. And oh. I was wearing some like really thin shoes. And I mean, it, it hurt so bad. But I did finish the workout. <laughs> nice. Like an idiot, I did. I worked yeah. out probably 30 minutes, like just Dang. kept going, whatever. Oh, man. When, I, when I got done, came upstairs, took my shoe off, dude, freaking blood on it. Blood oh. inside, like talking. Oh, my, my sock is bleeding. Uh, it always nasty, dude. Just to, to get graphic <laughs> oh, with you, uh, I took, I went to the doctor, had them look at it, and it was like the pressure from basically the weight hitting my toe. Mm-hmm. It had to go out somewhere, so it just like blew out. Shoot. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Oh, so nasty, dude. So nasty. But, uh, man. So like (laughs) I have been working out barefoot lately. It's just, it's comfortable and Mm -hmm. like, it's easier to just not put shoes on when I run down to the gym in the morning. Mm -hmm. But that is one of my biggest fears is to just drop a weight. And it doesn't even have to be a big one. It can be a two and a half. It can be a five and do some serious damage. And yeah, I mean, I don't want to jinx myself. I'm going to knock on some wood real quick. <laughs> you're sur- you're surrounded by wood. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's on the forefront of my mind. I just feel like it's going to happen one of these times. I need to just wear shoes. The toe, I mean, even the shoes, man, it's just toes in general, man. They're just so, at least for me, if I injure a toe, if I hit a toe, if I stub a yeah. toe, like I'm down. That's it. I can like yeah. walk so tough yeah. and just so like nothing's going to stop and boom, hit something with my toe uh, and I drop yeah. <laughs> and I just start, uh, it's hate the worst. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of metal, a lot of hard objects in the gym to hit your freaking toes on or to right. drop on your toes. So I totally get it. Yeah. Is that your only one? Have you had other injuries? Oh, uh, that's, that's probably, that's definitely the most memorable one that I can come up with. Other uh-huh. than that, I mean, other than like some minor like strains, stuff like that, maybe uh, overworking something, mm-hmm. uh, nothing, nothing too exciting. How about you, Kel? You got any stories? Uh, nothing crazy. Um, I've hit my head on a barbell and that yeah. just sucks. Like <laughs> running around, I think I was shooting. I wasn't even like actually lifting. I was shooting something <laughs> and like... I ducked under it, walking uh-huh. this way, and then just turned around and like, oh, boom, walked no. right into it. I had this huge, huge knot on my head. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time when I was benching in my rack by myself, and I didn't mm-hmm. have collars on, and I was like struggling 
with uh, whatever I was lifting, and the uh-huh. weight slid off one side, and then just went, bah, just went yes. crashing down on the other side and slammed my hand between e. the bar and the safeties. I was yeah, like, yeah. man, so lucky I didn't break my hand just now. Jeez, um, dude. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. Like, occasionally I'll get shoulder pain or wrist pain, yeah. but it's not like I did something specific. Yeah, um, yeah. I've had uh, plantar fasciitis or whatever it's called from running, so I quit running forever. Yeah. Um, that's about it, man. Is that a plantar fasciitis would you say fasciitis this is not gonna be in the podcast what is that is that on like on your heel or something what is that it's like when you run a lot and you don't Uh stretch before and after it's Uh like this really tight pain at the bottom of your foot between your heel and your ball and it is so excruciatingly painful and there's nothing you can do to make it go away i think it lasted for like three or four weeks before it finally went away and And i was like stretching every day and just trying to do everything i could i was like limping it was awful oh is that the ones that they like again this thing made the podcast is that where they like freeze a bottle of water and they basically put it there and kind of roll it on that that little arch know. there is I that part know. of I i've seen people doing that. that i wonder if that's like associated with that or like as a, a remedy or something all right kyle question yeah. for you okay all right have you ever had any injuries that maybe occurred outside of the gym that affected your working out like maybe you had to alterate alterate alter alter you had to alter your uh your your workout regimen yes and it gave me ulterior motives alterate let me ask that again what is what was i say alter <laughs> alterations Jeez. all right so have you ever had any injuries that maybe occurred outside of the gym that affected your performance in the gym like maybe you had to alter the way you lifted kind of work around an injury anything like that yeah definitely so um i've alluded to this before but When I was like 25, I was working a job at a grocery store and unloading a delivery truck and I got hit by a car while I was, Mm. while I was operating a, like a hand operated forklift. And so Mm -hmm. my stomach got smashed and I had this crazy surgery and, uh, lost like 19 inches of small intestine. Mm. And since then, uh, oh, so many, so many fun little health complications came with that but one of the biggest things is that my stomach is just really sensitive now i have staples Mm -hmm. that go pretty much from my sternum down to uh my pelvic area without getting too graphic (laughs) down to uh, your wiener it's uh below my (laughs) bunghole it goes (laughs) on they just ripped me all the way open front to back now it's uh it was 49 staples in my stomach going you know from the top to the bottom and the lasting effects is that my stomach is really sensitive so Mm -hmm. anything like do you ever play mike tyson's punch out oh yeah i love that game you remember King, uh, King Hippo. Uh-huh. And he, his he, trick punch was, him in his pants or drop or whatever. Punch it's, him in his belly. Punch him. In, that's, that's me. Like if I ever get in a fight, if somebody punches me in the gut, I'm done. Like I it. can't, I can't fight anymore. It could possibly, you Hang know, on, let me destroy. write that down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I will be meeting like, you in person one day. <laughs> break open my uh, small <laughs> intestine again. Like I, I, Ah, dude, that's rough, man. Yeah, it's bad. So, all that to say, um, I got a reverse hyper and I was like so pumped about it. Everybody loves it. And like Mm -hmm. I laid on it. And as soon as I laid on it, just my body weight 
laying on my stomach. It was just like, oh, this no, is very man. uncomfortable. So like I, you know, try to do the reverse hyper movement and just like every swing, yeah. everything is like too much pressure. So, I mean, Jeez, it's not dude. like an injury that occurred while yeah. I had a home gym. It's like a pre-existing condition that I brought into my gym and mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't do anything where I'm laying on my stomach and uh, putting any sort of weight beyond like even my body weight sucks. Jeez. Well, there's your, uh, there's your alternate alternative. What is wrong with me? There is your, oh, I got this. I'm going to say this again. Altercation. No, it's not, alter, it's not alter anything. I've got that stupid word stuck in my mind. Uh, Antiquated. Yeah, th- Antiquated. There's your antiquated, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with you saying that, there's an idea for you to pitch to Admet. You know, they got their chest up pad and keeps the boobies, you know, from pressing mm-hmm. in. Make you yeah. a little stomach up pad. There you go. You throw oh, it on whatever, man. you know, kind of like a ring, kind of protect your stomach. I don't know, man. So I will say that I got a lot of people asking for DIY reverse hypers and so like i rigged up a system on my rack where i used my uh seal row bench yeah um and i put the hip thrust pad on the seal row bench and i was like Mm -hmm. dude this is double padding i'm gonna be good but even then it was just really uncomfortable so i don't know if there's a way because it's like i don't know there would have to be like you know how a massage table has like a hole for your face It would yeah, have that's kind of what I was envisioning for my stomach. Basically on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just one dude with this problem. There's probably not like a market for, you know, mass producing this sort of thing. I don't know, man. So. Like, I mean, my little reverse hyper, I hated like sitting my freaking gut on that thing. It's just the mm-hmm. pressure and stuff. I mean, it's not yeah. the same as yours, like a pain, but it just sucked balls, man. So it's like, if I can do anything to get that pressure off, I don't know. Yeah. Might be uh, onto something. I'm doing other stuff now. I recently got a Mars bar and I've been doing good mornings with it. And I know it's not exactly like the reverse hyper, but for me, it works enough of the same muscles to where like, Uh I'm good never doing reverse hypers. I'm I'm (laughs) fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, that's a good call there, buddy. And I can do something like, uh, like a Roman chair or um, the hyperextension bench because where the pad is is more like where the crotch area right. is. So right. I right. can right. do those. I'm good with those. It's just, yeah, yeah anything with pressure on the belly is not going to fly with me, man. Dang, dude. That sucks, man. Yeah, I remember you telling me that story. That's uh, You said you are how old? 25? I was 25, yeah. 25? Like right Dang. before my 25th birthday, yeah. Jeez, I bet that was scary, dude. I did knock you out, I'm assuming. I like, almost died. You? No, it was crazy. So, like, so I was working at a grocery store. I guess I can say it. I don't have to be anonymous. I was working at Trader Joe's, <laughs> and uh, the way Trader Joe's worked at the time was uh-huh. that all the, the parking lot was um, situated in the same area as the loading and unloading truck zone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like separated like larger grocery stores. Gotcha. So you, I would unload the truck and there would be cars driving past me as I'm unloading. And there was just right. a guy in a parking stall, didn't see me behind him, pulled straight back. He wasn't like going high speed, but like yeah. even at slow speed, like me oh, walking this, you know, car, yeah. walking one way <laughs> with a pallet jack and then, right. you know, the car hitting me from the other way. Yeah, I just like... The controls Jeez. went into my belly. It was like instant pain. I, wa- I like 
nobody was around, so nobody saw it, and the guy didn't realize, and he, like, drove off. Oh, um, no. Freaking yeah. hit and run. Oh, dang, um, dude. And, like, so I waited outside for a minute for, like, managers to come out and find me, and then nobody was coming out, so I was like, oh, I gotta walk in. So I walked in to the store and, like, oh. walked up to the manager's area and was like, I just got hit by a car. And then they were like, oh, my gosh. And then, Oh, you know, that's like, a terrible story. I just picture your manager. It Shut up, Cal. You're trying yeah. to get out early. <laughs> get back to work. <laughs> no, and then, like, it was a hot day, so I was sweating. And so they're like, uh, oh, they sweat put, blood, me, man. put me in a, like a chair with wheels on it. And they wheeled mm-hmm. me into the dairy cooler to like cool me <laughs> off. But then when the paramedics showed up, they <laughs> were like, they were like, oh my gosh, this is really serious. Like his skin is cold and he's sweating. Like if you look up oh, like no, serious dude. medical shit, like that's a bad one. So they're like, oh no, this is real bad. Oh, this um, is terrible, dude. Yeah. So I ended up, I had like mm. two surgeries. Um, the first one was like a small, small bowel resection. Um, because mm. so what happened was my small intestine got crushed. Um, scar tissue, when it healed, scar tissue built up inside of my small bowel, which caused a small bowel obstruction. Gotcha. So I was eating and it wasn't going through. And like mm-hmm. one day I had like a bunch of tri-tip steak and it just was like sitting at the oh. top of my belly and it was hurting Ooh. really bad. So I went to the doctor and they were like, yeah, we got to do a surgery to cut out this piece. So they cut out that piece, sewed mm-hmm. it back together. I was in there for a week. They sent me home. And as soon as I got home, like I started having major, major pain. Mm. And like I was home for like a day or two uh, before I was like, I got to go back to the doctor and you know see what's going on. So then they were like, oh, yeah, those pieces we sewed back together. They died and it's not working. And uh, you're having bowel leakage in your body, which oh, is like geez. toxic, which could kill yes. you. Yes. Um, sepsis, so, man. Oof. Yeah. So like I had another surgery and at that point, like my body was just shot and my organs started shutting down. Like the doctors told my mom, like, I'm, you know, he's going into organ failure. Like we don't, oh, dang, dude. you know, it's not looking very good. And that time I was in the hospital for like a month and I, I wasn't eating cause I couldn't eat. And like, I got down to like 120 pounds. Like I was just skin and bones uh, Yeah, Ooh. and, uh, yeah, I mean, I survived and it was really traumatic and crazy. <clears throat> so, you know, not being able to do a reverse hyper is like the least of my worries. At least <laughs> at least I'm here, man. At least I'm alive. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Well, you look great. I'm glad well, that you uh I'm glad you lived through that. That was uh mm. Yeah. And um fun little factoid, when Mike was on the show, Mike uh-huh. held up a picture of me. Um, because I was on the show LA Inc. when I lived mm-hmm. in California and I got a cheese tattoo and I told the whole story on LA mm-hmm. Inc. on TLC. So if you want to hear it from me back then when I looked like my evil twin from the 70s, <laughs> check out LA Inc. And uh, yeah, my episode Jeez. is on there. Nah, uh, so my story, the story I was, uh, is um, front end loader, kind of a, you know, similar, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Bobcat, as you might know it or whatever. Yeah. I was in one of those and I uh, was loading up cross ties into a gentleman's truck, right? And the tail, the gate of his truck or on a trailer or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got an odd number of cross ties. And it was one of those things I was trying to keep track of it, but I was also like scooping up a couple of them at a time and dropping them. And uh, I don't know, man, I was stupid. I like got out of it. I was still within the cage of it, but I got out, you know, put my foot there, pulled out, grabbed the handles. I was trying to count on the trailer how many you got. 
<laughs> and for whatever reason, the the bucket, the forks, it went down, and my foot was right there in between oh. the cage, like that oh. you're in, yeah. and where it comes down, and it, it <sighs> lines up flush. There's no room oh. for a human foot to be there, so my foot got caught up in that oh. all the way down. Oh, oh, so I'm like like stuck, essentially crushed. You know, my foot is same foot that I dropped the weight on, by the way. Oh no, and uh, I had to like reach in there backwards while I'm in excruciating pain yeah. and, and basically make the bucket or the, the forks go back up just to relieve my foot, you know, pull it out. But as soon as yeah. I did, it was like instant freaking just oh, a rush of just rage came to me. Man. And, uh, I remember going crazy in that, that thing just like, it's just like grabbing, you know, I was, I was, I was crazy. It was crazy. Such a, a sharp amount of pain in such a small area my foot. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they called, um, I had to be life flighted anytime there's like an extremity like a hand a foot any of that stuff they like mm -hmm. life flight you and they get you like the nearest because they don't want you to lose it or whatever right and so that was an experience but yeah the fire fire department came out um ambulance came out they took me to basically a field where a helicopter could pick me up and they life flighted me and uh it was a pretty big pretty big thing but that's anyways, crazy like it didn't sever your toes like the fact that you mm -hmm. still have toes is amazing yeah no it's it, it crushed it was a bunch of soft tissue damage and they said basically mm. that me working out for as long as i had uh basically i'd probably built up you know some density in my bones that's probably wow. why i didn't crush anything wow. like to the point where it was like so that's a plus you know yeah. you know putting yeah. all that weight on you over time so that was good but tons of soft tissue damage which sometimes can be worse man a bunch of nerve damage uh, everything's healed up now i think they said it was like five percent damage like um par not not paralyzed up uh, are you disabled, disabled. i'm, I'm technically a, disabled too yeah yeah, five percent disability or oh, something in the foot oh, or whatever. Yeah, I got you just, beat, bro. I'm I'm forty. <laughs> I'm forty percent. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but no, it was. Uh, it was the funny thing about the whole ordeal is when it happened, I knew I messed up. Like that mm -hmm. was, and I kid you not, I immediately thought because I was supposed to do squats that late. Like later that evening, yeah. I immediately thought like, this is going to mess up squat day. <laughs> like uh, yeah. this is back when I was working out <laughs> yeah. legs, man. Really? Right. So, uh, that, that crossed my mind. Um, my boss at the time, I don't know what he was thinking. He calls my wife and he's like, Matt's hurt. He's going to the hospital. You need to get there. And he basically hangs up on her. And oh, she geez. was at work at the time. She had oh, no, wow. like, so she didn't know what to do. She was like, what the heck? And so they drove yeah. to the nearest hospital. Of course, I'm not there. She's freaking out. Can't get a hold of me. Can't get a hold of anyone else. Yeah. And then finally, someone with half a brain, like, it was like, hey, they reached out to my wife and told him exactly he's going to get flown to Vanderbilt or whatever it was. And wow. just, um, but yeah, I was, I couldn't like walk um, for many months after that. It sucked. So like, I had to wear the boot. can't walk at all? Like you were in a wheelchair? Couldn't, no, I couldn't couldn't put any pressure at all on my foot. Oh, it was like gotcha. done for. Yeah, I had to um, physical therapy, all that crap. But um, I remember trying to like take a shower with my my foot, and I thought I was gonna be cool and like use my good foot and hop over the ledge into the tub. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. freaking on the way over, my bum foot hit the edge of that tub, <laughs> and I fell down. And it was oh, like relive that moment all over again. It was, <laughs> so it was bad, dude. Oh, it was really man. bad. But I'm good now. But needless to say, uh, I, I quit working out legs for several months after that, just while I was so healing. You still haven't picked <laughs> it back up, bro. I'm still healing, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, joking aside. 
does yeah. that have any lasting effects? Like, do you, are there exercises that you avoid because they aggravate it? So yeah, there's, there's an odd, like the foot in general just feels weird. Like I can tell it's not quite right, but it doesn't affect me doing anything. I can run, jump, okay. squat, all that stuff. So thankfully I'm good. It's kind of one of those they told me as I get older, it's going to start aggravating me more and mm -hmm. more. So it's probably going to get, you know, arthritis all up in it, be arthritic mess, especially with the toe and the foot. And it's just, ugh. so I have, yeah. and it's a little bit bigger than it should be. So like when I buy shoes, it sucks. Cause like my left one fits great. My right one's always like real tight. It's, ah. it's, it's, it's small potatoes though, compared to what it could have been. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very fortunate. I feel like that's a good way to look at it. Like, it sucks mm -hmm. and you know, it's definitely your life before an injury is better than your life after an injury. Right. But you know, another way to look at it is like, it could have been so much worse. Like oh, you could have lost half your foot or could have lost yeah. all of your toes. I could have had spinal have died, injuries, man. right? Yeah. I could have been paralyzed. I could have died. So like 100%. walking yeah. away with just, just missing 19 inches of small intestine is like, yeah. You know, it sucks. It's not as awesome mm -hmm. as life was before, but uh, it's definitely better than how bad it could have been. So, oh, 100%. 100%. For sure. So, speaking of which, do you deload? Do I deload? <laughs> <laughs> what a transition, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Speaking that's of relevant. like looking at the positive <laughs> side of life, <laughs> uh, I deload every night, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, no, man. Gross. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I should. I've started actually this you never week. Do? Now that I don't. I'm always like, you know, as heavy as possible, just balls of the wall, just boom, boom, boom. And I feel like it wreaks havoc on me. It gets to the yeah. point where it's like I can't lift as heavy as I could because I'm I'm just like crazy sore. It's I'm just right. nuts. So I definitely understand the benefits. I, I will start working into my regimen. But um, how about you? You do yeah. I do. You make a um, point. So when I first started the 531, I, mm -hmm. I was doing the original 531, and it has deload week once a month. Every mm -hmm. every fourth week is a deload week. I don't do that anymore. Now I do it every other month. So I'll go mm -hmm. seven weeks, and then I'll deload on the eighth week. No, I do three, and then I do three. So I, I do six weeks, and then I deload on the seventh week. Gotcha, and then I gotcha. start over again. Originally, I was doing 50% of the weight with all the mm -hmm. same reps. Now my deload is more like 60, 65% of the weight. So pushing a little bit harder. Um, mm -hmm. But another thing I do to keep it interesting is I cut down my rest time between sets. So normally okay. I'll do like a minute and a half, two minutes, three minutes, depending on like how heavy I'm going. And when I, on my deload week, it's a minute between everything. So gotcha. my workout's gotcha. more efficient. I knock it out in like 35, 40 minutes rather than an hour. I can see that. As someone that's never done it, do you not have that mentality that, you know, let's say you're normally pushing, I don't know what you mentioned, Two, 225, 250, no, whatever it is. 100 pounds. 100 pounds. So you're normally benching 100 pounds, right? Yeah. And so you're doing, um, I don't know, 60 pounds or whatever it is. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> do good you not, Yeah. Do you not sit there and think like, man, I know I can press 100 pounds. And like, you just have that urgent, that urgency. Is that the right word? What is, I can't think of words today. Do you not have yeah. that urge to uh, to want to like creep up and like, I'm going to add a little more weight, a little more weight. Like, 
No, I just, because I understand the value in deloading, and I know that mm-hmm. your body needs time to rest and mm-hmm. recuperate. So as much as like I do think deload week is a little boring, mm-hmm. um, but I also know that it's it's necessary. Just like I'm also okay with working out four or five days a week and having set days off. When I first started, mm-hmm. I was like seven days a week, no deload, none of that. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanted to build as much muscle as I could, as fast as I could. But now I understand right, more right. of like the the process of the body and how it needs to rest and recover in order to build up to gotcha. be stronger. So no, I don't back, have the urge it, anymore. When you come back, is it noticeable? Like you can tell like you're ready to hit it and you're hitting it harder than you were before the deload? Like is it a pretty, nah. pretty obvious or no, Not it's really. nothing like that? No. Um, so. I, no, I assume I mean, it, the deload's just pushing if, blood into the muscles for healing if purposes. So it's more like I'm just excited to be mm-hmm. back at heavy weights after taking gotcha. a week off. It's not like, whoa, I can lift so much more now. <laughs> I'm it's 105 more just pounds like, now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like I'm excited to be lifting heavy weights again. So, you know, let's yeah. go hard. So I guess I guess I'm deloading this week. That's good. For the first time in my life, I'm assuming that's what I'm doing. And like today would have been chest day, like a normal. I would have like benched and um, went about life. Instead, I just did push-ups. I did a bunch of push-ups, did some incline push-ups, and then did Mm -hmm. some functional trainer work. So that's all I did for chest today. Sure. Sure. So um, I was was feeling good afterwards. I had a really good pump, but it wasn't like, you know, my arms, triceps, shoulders weren't like kind of that achy feel that you get after moving yeah. a lot of heavy. And yeah. so I don't know, I guess, uh, and tomorrow I think I'll, I probably won't deadlift. I'll probably just do like some, um, pull-ups and, yeah. uh, go lighter on my rows and stuff. And just... another way to look at it is like you and I spend a lot of time creating content. Mm-hmm. And so my deload week is my week to catch up on stuff or work on extra projects. Like I still have the time yeah. devoted an hour, four or five days a week. And mm-hmm. so if that is 45 minutes, four or five days a week, I'm, that's right. an extra 15 minutes a day that I can spend doing something else. So right. like, right. if you sort of strategize it like that, then, you know, maybe you don't feel so bad that you're not pushing as hard as you could. You're just like right. divvying up your time a different way for that particular week. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm curious to get through this week and then get back to it next week and see if I feel a difference and then maybe, yeah. uh, I don't know. We'll see. So how often do you work out? Uh, I'm five days a week. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a, yeah, it's, it's a body. Part Are you like a Monday through day. Friday kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, take the weekends off. Sometimes though, I feel like I get kind of antsy on Sunday mm-hmm. and so I'll go ahead and start the week. And so I'm technically ending on Thursday. And so I get off track. I'm not you know, doing Saturday, Sunday off again, then it's like Friday and Saturday off. And then I'm back on Sunday. So it just kind of depends. I do know, and probably this is probably part of my problem is, um, I'm trying to build as much muscle as possible as quickly as possible. I'm using a lot of heavy weights and, uh, when I'm filming stuff 
at the same time, I'm doing a lot of repetitions. You know how it is. Like yeah. you don't get the, the shot quite right. You got to redo it, redo it. Mm -hmm. My mentality is I'd love to use lighter weights just so people get the idea of the movement. But yeah. you know as good as well as I do. If you yeah. do that, you're going to get called out. Well, I'd like to see you actually put some weight on it and do right. it. And so it's like naturally I want to go heavy just to kind of negate all those comments. Right. And so it's kind of like you're working out on top of already working out. And mm -hmm. so I think over time that really does just kind of wear you down. And, and that's probably why I'm in desperate need right now of something because i'm like achy all over dude like my joints shoulders yeah. uh, elbows everything is just oh so so do you take any sort of supplement for joint pain i do don't do, i have in the past do anything but I for don't. it okay i don't i don't I, I the only thing that i do i don't even know if it's for joint pain or not i do uh green smoothies like spinach smoothies mm -hmm. i'm assuming it's like loaded with all sorts of yeah, you know vitamins for and overall minerals health. And then I take a multivitamin. Other than that, protein powder, yeah. uh, that's it for me. How about I you? I do, um, yeah, so I I have a crazy like pre-workout drink that I make. I call uh -huh. it pre-workout, but it's really like a scoop of pre-workout and then 20 other things that have nothing to do with pre-workout. <laughs> but I drink it before I work out every day. Gotcha. And it's, it's like a mix of collagen protein. So okay. collagen's really good for your joints and your hair, skin, and nails. Um, I put uh, turmeric juice in there. Mm -hmm. That's good anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. uh, apple cider vinegar, I don't know, it's just good for stuff. Uh, right. I put ginger juice in there, um, some cranberry juice. Gosh, what else? Oh, beet powder. And so it's like, it's all that okay. stuff. Some of that stuff is good for joints. Some of it's just good for overall health. But like, uh -huh. that's, that's my jam, bro. And then I also take uh, fish oil supplement. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's that's good for joints. And so three years ago, when I first started building up my home gym and working out in my home gym, I had mm -hmm. a lot of joint pain, had a lot of shoulder pain. My knees mm -hmm. hurt. I never ran because every time I did run, I would go like a quarter mile and start having knee pain. Right. But since I don't know if it's because I've been working out consistently or because mm -hmm. I'm taking joint supplements consistently or everything mm -hmm. all together, but like. I'm in pretty much zero pain all the time, and it's That's amazing. Good, and I don't want to brag about it. Again, gonna knock on some wood because I don't want to be in pain. Wake up and your arms falling off or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, oh, no. I am. I'm not a doctor, and so I don't know if any of these things they're marketed for joint pain. I don't know if they actually <laughs> right. work or if it's a placebo, but right. it works Either for way, me. It's Right, right. No, yeah. that's good. I could see that. I could definitely see that. So I, maybe I, I used to do the fish oil. I used to be really big into the fish oil and uh, flaxseed oil. I would do those. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, flaxseed. I was pretty, pretty religious too. about it for a while. Yeah, yeah but I've I've kind of gotten off of that that train. I did that probably years ago, man. So yeah. maybe it's worth exploring it again. Who knows? It's. I, I would just say, like, if you are having joint pain, it might mm -hmm. be worth looking into some of the joint stuff. I mean, you can even smoke a joint if that'll. <laughs> <laughs> do the trick, man. Might do it for you, bro. <laughs> uh, now, how did, did you answer? I know you asked me, how often do you work out? Did I, you say you I do said five it. days? I, I okay. said it a bunch earlier as in the far previous as, question. Yeah. Like recovery time goes, you just, the two days off, that's your yeah, thing. Yeah, so that's, um, I generally work out four or five days a week. I don't mm -hmm. stick to a schedule. Um, I basically go off of my wife and my kids' schedule. Right, so right. like... Um, you know, my wife works crazy hours all the time mm -hmm. and I just try to maximize my time home with her. So like mm -hmm. I try to work out either while she's at work or while she's sleeping. 
And sometimes that means I have to wake up an hour and a half before everybody else wakes gotcha. up. Sometimes that means, you know, she worked until 2 a.m. She's going to sleep until 10. So as long as I get done by 10, I'm good. And then as far as days of the week goes, I don't really have anything set. Like I just, right. I have my five, three, one. It's a, it's a split. It's a deadlift day, bench day, squat day, and uh -huh. shoulder day. So I just keep doing that over and over and over again. And I try to do no more than like two days in a row. I'll do two days, take a day off, two days, mm -hmm. take a day off sort of deal. So it just, it kind of changes week to week as far as like what I'm working out. I don't have like a international chest days, Monday sort of mentality. Right. Like I just, I get it. I try to stay consistent and uh, yeah. just get it in whenever I can. Do you um, feel like... Do you feel yeah. like you're getting enough recovery time and what you're doing? I know back in the day when I was younger, I could work out chest and I felt like probably two, three days later, I'm ready to hit chest again. Now it's yeah. like I'm giving myself a week and it's still sometimes it feels like, man, I could use an extra day or two. Like, where are you at as far as recovery time? Is it? So something that I thought was really cool when I was running Juggernaut is that you will have a chest day, but there mm -hmm. will still be like lower weight squats on that day mm -hmm. or like split squats or like some sort of leg thing. And, you know, deadlift day, there's still some shoulder stuff and mm -hmm. it's all kind of mixed together. So like you hit shoulders hard on shoulder mm -hmm. day, but then you're also hitting shoulders with lighter weights a couple days later. And okay. so when I went back to the five, three, one, I incorporated a lot of that into it. Okay. So I'm working everything every time I work out, but it's like different right. intensity levels, different weights. And I really like that. I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm rarely ever like sore, like muscle soreness because gotcha. everything is constantly going. Um, occasionally I'll get sore, but it doesn't really affect me working out that body part at a lighter right, weight later. Right. So, I mean, it, it seems okay. And then in terms of like taking days off, like I usually only take one day off occasionally. Uh -huh. I'll go two days off, but that's like rare. Usually it's just one day. And yeah, gotcha. I don't know, man. It's a good system for me. I probably need to implement some of that because I understand the mentality. Someone, I read about it or heard someone maybe in a YouTube video or something. It seemed like he knew it was crap, but it was something like, you know, if you hit, let's say chest, you hit it hard one day, the next day, it's a good idea to go back in and lightly hit up chest. And what it's mm -hmm. doing, it's forcing blood into the muscle and blood's always good, you know, like circulating around or whatever. And as far yeah. as that recovery and speeding up the process. So I could see if you're, you're constantly kind of keeping it, you know, flowing, whatever. Uh, I could see that helping speed up the recovery, at least keeping soreness at bay to a I degree. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. Like there's a million different theories about- I'm not a about, doctor. Right, yeah. I'm there's not a like, paleontologist. <laughs> There's a million different theories about what works and what's the best thing to do for most yeah. people and like whatever, whatever works for you. I, this, this is cool. And I've done other things that are cool yeah. and this is what I like the best right now. There you go. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll explore a little bit of that myself then. So yeah. Yeah. Um, how safe are you in the gym? Do you use condoms? Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> On your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid idiot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm extremely safe. I mean, I think I am. I don't know. You've seen some of the videos. I do some pretty stupid stuff, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I use uh, spotters. I'm all with a, you know, I'm using my spotter arms, especially if I'm going heavy. I make sure I've got my spotters in place. Mm -hmm. So I, that's the last thing I want to do is get pinned under a bar and die. I mean, right. it's not... 
it's not like the worst way to go out in my mind in terms of like how I'd prefer to go out. Like, oh, yeah. he went out, you know, with a bar on him. It's like, yeah, because oh, he yeah. loved he loved lifting. That's cool and all, but it's probably right. terrible, and that's not what I want. Yeah. And uh, most of the time, I'm lifting alone. So, and, right. Um, but and I, I'm, I have usually my kids are out here, so I got to be mindful of them. But other than that, I feel like I'm relatively safe. You know, it's pretty motivational for me. Are is seeing those gym fail videos? Oh when, yeah. You know, somebody fails and they don't have the spotter and it's just like they get smashed or they fall they slam down like that's enough to keep me using my safety spotter arms and Uh safety equipment to just my drink spotter even because i don't want my drink (laughs) falling um yeah i I, i feel like i play it pretty safe and aside from that that one time when i didn't have collars on and my Mm -hmm. you know the weight slid off and I smashed my hand. Like all it takes is once for me to be like, that Oh yeah, sucks. you learned your lesson. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been pinned under a bar. I saw a video recently. I don't know if I saw it on Instagram or TikTok or if it was a uh, YouTube, but it was a dude that was, that was benching. And, uh, I don't think he had collars on. I, if I remember correctly, he got pinned. And so he went to drop the weight, like basically lean it to one side. And what he didn't account for is basically all the weight fell except for one plate. And so, when this side was heavy, you know, because obviously it was up in the air, it slung back. Well, that one plate flew off this end and landed on him while oh, the man. other side, and it was like, oh, that seems so bad. So it was kind of like reassuring me. But I've, uh, yeah. back in my younger days, you know, high school, uh, early college, I can remember a time or two just being in a commercial gym with a buddy. And uh, those those benches are the worst with not having spotters, mm-hmm. uh, unless you're in a cage or something, just those standalone. I mean, you pretty much have to have a dude spotting you or you have to be mindful like as to when to quit and not go for that last trip. Right. But yeah. uh, I did that crap, got stuck under a bench or under a bar. My buddy's over here talking to someone and mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> Help! <laughs> you know, I remember oh, doing man. it really loud, where a lot of people looked at me. It was like, Help! <laughs> oh, I mean, it's hilarious. funny, but it sucks, yeah. man. It's yeah, like, screw yeah. this. I don't want to be that guy. So right. definitely not here alone, because my two-year-old can't do anything for me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Logan, yeah. call mama. Okay, Same I'm gonna die now. Yeah, because I'm I'm like working out while everybody's sleeping. So mm-hmm. if I'm not careful, they'll just wake up to my dead body in the basement. <laughs> and that, nobody wants that. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Traumatizing for my children yeah. forever. So, so have you ever, like in your home gym, have mm-hmm. you ever gotten into like a bad situation that you couldn't get out of, or have you been pretty safe since you've been at home? Uh, since like in my house house, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I've never had the issue in my parents. When I grew up there, they had a home gym too. Uh-huh. I got into a pickle one time and my mom was upstairs and that was like super embarrassing. I was like shouting and from the basement, you know, <laughs> mom, mom, and she had to come out and bail me out. Oh my but, God. uh, <laughs> it was stupid cause she, she like panicked, you know, like mom, she just assumed the war. It's like, yeah. <gasps> and it's yeah. like, no, just calm down. Just, I just need you to just lift it off just a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, but, uh, other than that. Nah, I've I've been pretty pretty smart about everything. I yeah. uh how about you? I mean, probably not. <laughs> nah, not not here, no. Like I I I keep it pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh in general I've learned from my unsafe experiences to create a safe home gym experience. Right, right. No, that's that's probably uh that's probably a good thing. <laughs> cool. Well, that was fun. Uh, I know that we could just keep going on and on and on, but uh, 
Oh yeah. We gotta wrap this one up, buddy. Yeah. Nah, good talk, Cal, always. And uh yeah, we'll uh we'll reconnect and talk about something else in the future. Wow. (laughs) Very specific. I can't wait to talk about something else. At a later date. Do You Even Lift Bro is a production of Garage Gym Experiment. Be sure to check out Do You Even Lift Bro podcast on Instagram to submit your questions or stories for us to share. If you enjoyed this episode, suggest it to a friend. And if you have time, rate and review the podcast. Jake, do you have anything else? Nope. Okay. Peace.